Hello everybody, it's Daniel here and this is our next Emotional English Podcast episode where we learn an English language effortlessly, emotionally, fulfilled with energy and of course positively. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. So today I have another great podcast for you guys. We're going to talk about eight genius tips for waking up early. It's a very big, important topic for our um, lifetime, right? So we need to wake up early for different purposes. First of all, it's a purpose of productivity. If you want to be more productive in your life, if you want to be productive with your business, if you want to be productive with your English, we need to wake up early. We need to do a little bit more uh, work with our time management, right? So, and there are some tips which I found on the website Herzing.com. A edu education, right? Herzing.edu. Uh, this is the Herzing University website. And uh, they offer us, uh, the, the girl, her name is Sofia Sikorsky. Uh, she's offering eight genius tips for waking up early. And she's saying that waking up early uh, boasts positive health benefits, including better concentration, long-lasting energy, and much more. And uh, yeah, she's ready uh, to uh, share us, uh, share with us these beautiful tips. And uh, you know what? Uh, there is a beautiful word here, boast, right? What does it mean, boast? It's kind of mm, kind of sharing, right? Or uh, when you're boasting, you uh, you mean something, right? You uh, it's like bragging, but. In this context, it's more about meaning, right? Waking up early means uh, a lot of positive health benefits, right? It um, shares or it uh, has a lot of uh, great pluses or positives, right? And these positives are um, better concentration, uh, a lot of energy, long-lasting energy. It's not like a coffee. Long-lasting energy, it's like uh, you're not drinking coffee, you're just... Um, have the energy from the beginning of the day until the end of the day and much more. So that's the topic for today. This is more like a real English uh, topic, right? So when we discuss something realistic, uh, something which we can use right away, something practical, practical English story. And uh, yeah, we have uh, eight tips and let's see what this girl is sharing to us. I've never read this topic before. Uh, from her, but I really want to say a couple things about this topic because I love to wake up early because it really boosts my energy. It really makes me more productive. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to follow this uh, uh, road. And as you, if, you, if you remember about our micromanagement, about our micro um, steps, which we do for improving our life. So this is one of them. You can use some micro habiting and improve your life drastically. I mean, a lot, a lot. You can improve your life a lot by micro steps, micro habiting. So uh, let's start from the first tip. And the first tip is pretty simple. We need to set an earlier bedtime. When you setting, when you setting something, you installing it as a rule, right? For example, you can set your alarm clock. You can set a goal, you can set something what is what is very important for you, right? So when you set an earlier bedtime, uh, you're establishing the new time when you go to bed. For example, there are some situations in my life when I had been playing Minecraft for a while. I've been playing Minecraft and then I realizing that, oh my God, it's already 
it's already 12 a.m. I uh, I should have um, gone to bed much more earlier, but I uh, haven't done it and I hadn't done it. And that was a big, big trouble, right? Um, this realization that you had spent that much time uh, in the place when you uh, shouldn't have to, right? And that was a very big step for me to set an earlier bedtime because before 10 p.m., I should had been in the bed. That's a new good rule for you guys. You just should have established uh, something important, you know. Uh, you should have established something uh, very, very important, um, like a rule or step uh, when you go to bed earlier, okay? So that's the recommendation. We should uh, establish uh, the better timing and set an earlier bedtime. So what she's saying, what she means by that, Training your body to fall asleep earlier may help you rise earlier each morning. Most adults should aim to get between 7 and 9 hours of sleep each night. Anything less than that can cause you to struggle with uh, walking up early. Here you go. So she's saying that it's very important, it's essential, it's very important, uh, it's drastically important to wake up, um, oh, I mean, to get, uh, to aim, right? Uh, we should aim, we should uh, program, we should set at least seven, nine hours of sleep each night. We are all different, right? But seven hours is very essential. Some people need more, like eight hours or nine hours. I love eight hours. I think eight hours is enough for me. Sometimes I need a little bit more when I'm sick. Uh, like today. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, anyway, it's uh, a very good thing to set an earlier bedtime for yourself. And uh, it's better for you uh, because you can easily wake up next day when you sleep enough. When you don't sleep enough, you always have this feeling, oh my God, I don't want to wake up. I want, I want to hug my pillow longer and I want to stay in the bed for longer time periods, right? Of course, it is working well when you're not having the burnouts, right? It's a completely different topic and a different story. So that's why we're not touching it today. But the idea is we need to set an earlier bedtime. It's the tip number one. So the second tip from our girl, and her name is Sophia, or Sophia, Sophia probably. And she recommends us to unplug before bed. What does it mean, unplug? It means... No technology use, right? So we're not using our gadgets. We're not using our computers before bed. It means we're unplugging. We're removing technology from our life. You can switch off your router. You can switch off your Wi-Fi uh, because Wi-Fi is not very good for our body. These uh, different, you know, um, influences of uh, these uh, networks and whatever wireless things. Um, these are waves which... Uh, which, which impact our life a lot. And we can switch off these gadgets. We can switch off all the devices in our house or home. And this makes sense. This makes sense. Okay, so to unplug before bed. She means unplugging from smartphones and laptops about 30 minutes before bed can contribute to a better night of sleep. 
According to the sleep judge, it's like a resource, the blue light emitted from screens can alter your body natural melatonin levels, making it more difficult to fall asleep. An earlier bedtime with zero interference from tech can leave you feeling happier and more energized the next day. What a beautiful recommendation. Yes, she's saying that <clears throat> uh, we should switch off, unplug all our devices, devices 30 minutes before bedtime. So 30 minutes before, I just switch off my computer, I switch off my uh, smartphone, laptop, whatever I have, whatever I use. It can contribute. That's a very beautiful word. You can use this word to say um, when something produce uh, some positives or uh, you know gives you some benefits, it's giving, literally giving you something. It's contributing. Um, so this ritual of uh, 30 minutes before bed, removing and unplugging all your devices contributes to a better night of sleep. So you really, it gives you, it contributes a better time, better sleeping, um, you know, um, sleeping experience, right? So you have a better sleeping experience, easier to fall asleep, easier to get your night sleep. All right. According to this uh, resource, the sleep judge, she's saying that the blue light emitted from screens can alter your body neutral melatonin levels. So uh, in, in this case, alter, <coughs> it means change of production, right? Change, altering. So when your screens uh, emitting uh, some blue lights, uh, it's really bad for our body because it altering it's changing our body's natural melatonin levels so we have less melatonin uh production and this hormone is uh, really important for us it this hormone secreted um in our glands right and uh, it's uh, it's in it's it's impact our uh sleep levels and other other th other things right it's our recovery a hormone probably so we need melatonin and if we still using screens before bed so we have less melatonin and this is not very good for us because it, it can make more difficult to fall asleep all right and uh, an earlier bedtime with zero interference from tech interference it's like this uh, big uh, influence or uh, you know it's the process or uh, of uh, uh, interfering, right? Uh, it's just when something makes your life uh, harder, it's an interference, right? For example, uh, the weather uh, has a big interference uh, when you're doing sport outside, right? If it's freezing uh, and if, if, it's, if it's very cold outside, you're not uh, ready for running because the interference of the weather is very, very high. You don't like this. You don't want to see this interference because this interference makes um, your sport activity uh, useless, right? Because it's dangerous to run when it's icy uh, on the road, right? And you can fall uh, very, very easily. This is not good. This is not healthy. So it's a big interference of our um, of our weather. Another uh, use, how you can use the word interference is this um, signals, right? When you have different radio signals, uh, sometimes these radio signals doesn't work. Why? Because there are some 
uh, interference happening, right? Uh, you know, some uh, gadgets, they can block the signals, right? And this is the interference. A radio interference, um, it's like these uh, special machines or uh, gadgets which Army uses uh, to block uh, the signal of uh, different drones, drone signals, right? They create the interference um, and these drones doesn't work uh, properly, okay? I hope you got this uh, idea of this word. When something interfere into your uh, local uh, area or whatever, it makes your life harder, all right? With an inter interference of something, uh, something goes wrong. You need to understand that. It's like a, um, like a new, uh, how, can we, how can I describe it to you in a cool way? All right, it's like um, different, um, uh, how you call them? Like different gaps and, uh, you know, like muddy road and you have different, uh, how, there is a word about this. Come on, come on, come on, come on. It's like, um, one second, I just need to, uh, uh, to find this one. I want to be more, uh, you know, more clear, right? Yeah. Uh, so obstacles, of course, <laughs> it's like an obstacle for you, right? This interference is like an obstacle. It creates uh, obstacles for you, all right? That's the main idea. Okay, that was the um, section number two. Uh, we discussed the interference. And uh, next is avoid late night snacking. Late night snacking. Snacking, it's uh, food. It's actually eating. Uh, when we're eating during the night, it's, <laughs> it's uh, play a big role. It plays a big role in our uh, life, right? So you can uh, lose your uh, sleep uh, because of that, okay? So we should avoid. It means uh, ignore and not trying not to do something, right? When you're avoiding something, you're trying not to do something, right? Avoiding uh, the confrontation, avoiding the discussion, avoiding um, doing something stupid, right? It, sometimes it's very good to avoid something. So avoiding playing computer games, it, it saves a lot of time, right? So avoid late night snacking helps you to... Uh, to be more healthy with your sleep, right? So your sleep getting much more healthier. So avoid late night snacking. What uh, Sophia is saying, or Sophia is saying, she's saying, uh, while some studies have shown that snacking close to bedtime can help uh, dull any hunger pains uh, that may appear overnight, uh, others have shown that it can cause less enjoyable symptoms such as acid reflux. It's easy to confuse hunger with uh, tiredness, so instead, ditch the snacks and save your appetite for breakfast. Okay, there are two points of view here, she's saying. The first point of view that it's vitally important to eat something before you go to bed because you have these hunger pains and these hunger pains really influence your sleep because you cannot sleep, you want to eat, and that's why you're awakening right? You're awakening in the reason of this hunger pain. But another point of view here is shown, have shown that it can cause less enjoyable symptoms such as acid reflux, all right? This is not very good. It's easy to confuse hunger with tiredness. Some people, when they're tired, they can feel hunger. And uh, that's a pretty good proof. There are some proofs about that. Uh, 
it's better to drink some water before you go to bed or drink some tea uh, because it's not using your digesting system that much. So you can do it uh, without any problem. Yeah. So this is the recommendation. So avoid snacking. Even, uh, okay. And of course, when you're uh, just eating, you know, meat and something heavy for your digesting system, it's even worse. You have very bad dreams after all. So when you eat uh, something bad during the night, it makes problems. <laughs> so don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Number four is uh, avoid sugary energy drinks and coffee. <laughs> Obviously during the night, it's very important to avoid to not follow sugary ener energy drinks and coffee. Because coffee and energy drinks contains a lot of caffeine and caffeine blocks your sleeping uh, procedures, right? So you don't want to block your sleep you want to keep it uh, with you. So uh, energy drinks and coffee may give you the extra boost. You need to study uh, or do something else. But ingesting it means consuming and having large amount of sugar or caffeine before bed can make it more challenging to fall asleep. Challenging, it means very, very hard. When something is challenging, it means it's not simple. So what makes more challenging for us, uh, to us? Uh, it's more challenging to fall asleep and stay asleep. Asleep, it, it's the same as, um, um, as um, stay asleep. It means it's the same as sleeping. When you're sleeping, you'll stay asleep. When you're not sleeping, you are awake. So when you use this a eh before the word and it's, connected with the word, it means uh, that uh, you have a specific feelings. For example, when you stay asleep, you are sleeping. When you stay awake, you are awakening. Okay? Uh, or awaken. So the next one is um, important part. Uh, yeah, it's better to avoid caffeine, right? Because it blocks our sleep and uh, it's not what we need. Sugars, the same thing. It's very addictive and it makes your blood going pretty fast. And when the sugar goes to your blood, it's not very good. So the next part, uh, limiting consumption of sugary sodas, energy drinks and coffee has been proven to produce healthier sleeping habits. Try switching to water or tea before bed to keep yourself hydrated. I disagree with the tea statement because it's better to use a specific type of tea like herbal tea or green tea, probably the best solution in this case, uh, but do avoid black tea because sometimes it contains even more caffeine and it plays the same role. So do not use a lot of black tea before bed um, because you want to keep yourself hydrated and you don't want to run to your bathroom every single time after your uh, drink, right? So. And I hate this when you really want to wake up and you need to go to the bathroom just to pee and, uh, you know, remove all the water you got inside of your bladder. You know, bladder, it's like a place where <laughs> your organs contains and, uh, you know, keep all this water before it goes out through peeing process. <laughs> Hope I described it correctly and nicely and understandably. So let's go uh, deeper. Uh, recommendation number five is to silence your phone. 
Okay, that's pretty simple. I, I, don't, I think we don't need to concentrate on it too much. Of course, we need to re remove all the voices, all the sounds, right? Um, we need to put our uh, phone into the uh, special mode. It's called DND mode, do not disturb mode. I use it uh, pretty often. And I like uh, how this uh, system of uh, Apple, they have uh, this special mode when you just sleep. So while you're sleeping, nobody can call you, nobody can send you and disturb you somehow. So this is the best solution. So silence your phone and put it somewhere very, very far from you, you know, because you can be disturbed just to check something or order something or watch something. Do not do this. So just try to avoid and silence your phone. That's good. What this girl is saying, turn off your phones, uh, ringer or activate do not disturb. Oh, like I said, cool. Do not disturb mode before bed. Notifications can wake you in the middle of the night and uh, tempt you to check your phone. Tempt, it's like stimulates you, right? Yeah. Mm, you want to check your phone right away. It's tempting. Very tempting to check. So which will disturb your sleep cycle, right? When, you know, this in the middle of the night, uh, the phone tempt you to check uh, itself, uh, which will disrupt you, uh, disrupt, uh, disrupt, d disrupting, it means disturbing your sleep cycle and makes it uh, useless, okay? That text message or funny meme will still be there in the morning. Yeah, we should remember that. So do yourself a favor and completely disconnect before bed. Um, this thing is uh, not very usable for me because I like to use my phone before to bed. Uh, I, I love to listen uh, to different meditations guided meditations, uh, or it's called sleeping meditations while you're just listening, and then it's just switching off and you continuing your sleep. Uh, it works like a, a story, like a little fairy tale. You know, many, many kids, they love to listen different fairy tales before they go to sleep, before they fall asleep. And I am that kid. <laughs> so I love to listen to something, something useful, something which makes my life better and uh, something beautiful, uh, you know, just uh, make, makes me happy and I fall asleep much more faster. Six, uh, recommendation number six, avoid all uh, nighters. Avoid all nighters. I have no idea what this nighter is. All nighters, right? Let's see what it means because I have no idea. So avoid all nighters. Skipping a night's sleep to finish an assignment is not a wise choice. Not only, not only can it lead to exhaustion the next morning, lack of sleep can also inhibit your body's ability to function properly. According to Vice, it's like a resource, a recent study reported that someone who goes a night without sleep will often end up with a cognitive impairment of an individual who drank to the legal limit. This proves just how important sleep is to our bodies. If you have a big deadline, approaching, avoid, procrastinating, so you won't have to pull all, uh, pull an all-nighter to finish your work. Ah, now it makes sense. All-nighter, it means the night before uh, go to bed. You will quickly realize the lack of sleep. Uh, sleep is not worth it. Yeah, the lack of sleep is not worth it. You can realize that very quickly. True. 
Um, and you see there is a research by Vi according to Vice, right? That that study reported that when you goes uh, and when you somebody who goes a night without a sleep will often end up with the cognitive impairment. So this is a big, big problem, right? Um, so this you really don't want that, right? So the importance of sleep is vital, is very important. So that's why just go to bed and do not procrastinate because we have these all-nighters uh, in the reason of our procrastination. We just, uh, you know, postpone things, postpone moving things to the next day. And then we have to finish this, right? We have to finish these projects before we go to bed uh, or before our uh, important date. So this procrastination uh, creates these all-nighters and we don't want that. Here you go. All-nighters, it's the nights without sleep. We don't need this when you work all night, okay? Other words. Two more recommendations for you guys and you're free to go. So uh, the recommendation number seven is uh, sleep with your curtains open. Okay, <laughs> so this is not my one. <laughs> I completely avoid this because I like to, to keep this darkness inside of my room. And I think this is pretty arguable because I can argue about this. Um when you have uh, some lights in your room, it's harder to fall asleep, okay? Uh, let's see what this girl is saying here. Sleep with your curtains open. Leave your blinds, it's like uh, shades or blinds or curtains, slightly open before going to bed, okay? This way sunlight can stream through and help you wake up more naturally. On sunny days, this can be an effective strategy. Okay, it doesn't work in Russia during the winter time, for sure, because we have a pretty long, long nights, right? And this makes our life uh, different during the night. So uh, that's why it doesn't work during the winter. Yeah, it works during the summer. And again, I like to have uh, closed curtains because it makes my, my sleep better. And if I need to wake up earlier, okay, alarm clock, does work well, okay? So the final uh, one, the final recommendation is place your alarm clock across the room. Here you go, yeah. Not close to you, not very close to you, right? Across the room, this is the important part. Place your alarm clock, locate your alarm clock across the room, not very close to you, okay? So Sophia is saying to avoid snoozing your alarm. You know, there is a function in your alarm clock to snooze, right? Uh, it means to, uh, to postpone your alarm clock for five more minutes or 10 more minutes or 12 more minutes, whatever. And you're snoozing your alarm and we need to avoid that. To avoid snoozing your alarm, place your phone or alarm clock across the room from where your bed is. This way, when your alarm goes off, you will be forced to get out of bed to silence it. Very smart move. Just put it on the table somewhere and you, you just have to. You'll be forced to get out of your bed to silence it without the temptation of snoozing your alarm. Yeah, temptation, it's like this big desire, right? Uh, desire to do something. And we do have this temptation of snoozing our alarm every single time because we want to hug our pillow for a little bit longer. We want to be in the bed for a little bit longer time, right? 
and you'll be up at at uh, right on time, right? Yeah, you'll be up and at them right on time. So we need to wake up earlier. We should do that. And uh, it's vital. So uh, the final paragraph, she's like concluding uh, the statement. Let's see what uh, Sophia is saying uh, in the end. Training your body to wake up early will take time. So don't expect to be able to wake up at 5 a.m. every day just yet. Try to implementing small changes. Remember, like I said to you guys about these micro habits, right? This is uh, the implementation of small changes, step-by-step process, right? So try to implementing small changes into your routine to make early wake-ups visible. Visible, not visible, but visible. It means possible to do easily and uh, convincingly right? Convincingly. Yeah. Visible. It means uh, possible, right? Uh, Realizable, I would say, right? Uh, Possible to realize. So, uh, we need to make it visible, such as uh, setting an earlier bedtime, moving the location of your alarm clock, or ditching snacks. Ditching, it means not using, uh, you know, uh, obeying snacks, not using them, ditching, and uh, sugary drinks before your bed. With these small changes, your body will eventually get in the habit of getting up early. And this is the end of her words. I just want to add a couple more things that, you know, it's it's vitally important to start not from 5 a.m. every day, right? Uh, I just want to clarify it one more time. So when you waking up at 10 a.m. every day, this is not working well because the five hour difference between your awakening hours is very big gap. So we need to start from 9.30, then 9, then 8.30, 8, and then you can just cut it into 15 minutes periods, but you're doing it gradually, not very fast. Of course you want 5 a.m. in the, every morning. Of course you have five more hours to be more productive, but look, just be be realistic here, okay? You are waking up 10 a.m. every night, I mean, every day, yes, and you go to bed not very early, right? Another kind of recommendation from me, from myself, is to wake up uh, early, you should to go to bed early. It's very connected things, all right? If you go to bed at 3 a.m. and you want to wake up 5 a.m., it's not enough sleep. We need to plan our sleeping schedule to feel good, you know? If you want to wake up 5 a.m., of course, you should be in the bed at 10 p.m. How could you wake up earlier if you go to bed very late? It's impossible. Your body is not the cheating machine. So you want to wake up early, but you need to go to bed early. Early at night is early in the morning. So it's kind of interconnected habit, all right? And I have in my uh, gamif- gamified um it's like my gamification uh, task manager. I have two habits there to wake up early and to go to bed early. So when I'm missing one of them, I'm it, it's just impacting another habit as well. Because if you go to bed late, so you wake up kind of a little bit later because you need these hours, what we discussed before, okay? So that's all for today, guys. That's all the context that we discussed all these eight genius tips for waking up early. Maybe some of them are very useful. Some of them are 
pretty understandable for you guys and it's completely normal. Thank you for being with us uh, this beautiful morning, evening or day, depends on the time you're listening this podcast episode. And remember, 2024 is very close to us and we have some upcoming events in Moscow in uh, uh, January and February. So just check out our website, emotionalenglish.ru slash events and find your event for Emotional English Community. So if you want to discuss a specific topic or you want to sign in uh, to my uh, personal lessons, go to my website, danilabondarenko.ru and find the chance to sign in uh, to the tryout lesson and uh, maybe you'll have a chance to, to start tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry, guys. Right now, I have a pretty big waiting list. But uh, if you don't, if you don't have this um, plan to study or to learn English uh, tomorrow, you're completely fine to reserve your seat and to be in the waiting list. Uh, and next, I'll contact you and we can start our lessons. So thank you all. It's all for today. So let's stay in touch and uh, let's learn English more often. I'll try to make these podcast episodes uh, more often and hope it will work. It will help us. Thank you all, guys. And I see you very soon. Bye bye.